Hello there. Thanks so much for joining me today. My name is Colleen Klimczak. I'm an organizational and productivity coach and a certified professional organizer. I own Peace of Mind Professional Organizing, LLC. I support my clients and my community with coaching, in-person and virtual organizing, my weekly podcast called Your Organized Life with Colleen Klimczak, a free weekly virtual productivity session called Finish Line Friday, a free weekly email newsletter, and regular content on Facebook and Instagram. I also offer presentations and professional development to groups and companies. And coming soon, in the next few months, I will be launching a membership circle to support my community with even more coaching and productivity content. A few weeks ago, I was in a meeting and one of the leaders had just read my article regarding planning your year in quarters. And as we discussed planning, one of the attendees asked, but what about emergencies? That's a very fair question. What about emergencies, right? Because we can plan all we want, but yes, emergencies defined as a serious, unexpected, and often dangerous situation requiring immediate action can certainly happen. So when it comes to emergencies, the best thing that we can do with our time and our planning is to try to avoid them, right? I don't believe in generating unnecessary drama. So first, let's try to avoid emergencies by planning ahead and taking care of things when they're not in the emergency stage so that maybe they don't even get to the emergency stage. And sometimes we can, and sometimes we cannot. So if we can't avoid emergencies, we should also try to minimize the effects of them, to limit the severity and the negative impact of them. So best yet, we need to try to not have them happen at all. But if they do happen, let's limit their negative impact. And then finally, let's return to regular life, regularly scheduled life after the emergency has passed. So limiting them in general, and then getting back to normal after the fact. The first steps are the ones that I want to look at today, the avoiding emergencies altogether, and also limiting the negative impact if they do have to happen. Obviously, of course, getting back to normal and picking back up again after the emergency has passed is important, but that is for another day. So avoiding and resolving emergencies. Looking back at the last week or two, what are some of the hiccups in your day that really set you back? Small annoyances or big problems that slowed you down, made you cranky, threw off your schedule and your flow? And now, looking again at those, ask the, could this have been avoided question? So some challenges cannot be avoided, but many can be avoided with some forward planning and good routines. So again, that's where we're headed today. Imagine how having routines that work for you can actually help you avoid emergencies. It is possible. When our needs are taken care of consistently, we're more ready for whatever life brings us. I am not here to tell you to do what I've done ever, ever, but I am here to share some anecdotal examples of how getting our routines and some planning done ahead of time can minimize the instances of emergencies and also the severity. So I'm sharing my routines as examples of how we choose to handle those tasks to avoid inconveniences and emergencies later. Where do you stumble, right? We'll go back to that question and imagine where routines could help you stumble less. So examples of routines to avoid personal inconveniences and emergencies. 
you can start with knowing your restock and reorder levels for regularly used products. Just this morning, I placed an order for groceries to be delivered. They're already on my kitchen counter. Weekly, I restock other paper goods and cleaning supplies. I know what I need and I can do that long term. And so we don't tend to run out of things, which is great because those kinds of things could absolutely cause an emergency if we didn't have food or supplies that we needed, right? And it also means inconvenience might be having to go to the store when I didn't have plans to do so. So to avoid that is also uh, recommended if that's the place that you stumble like it is for me. What we can also do is handle regular maintenance tasks regularly. So there are things that we can do every season or every month or every week that we can take care of tasks before they become an emergency. For example, every fall, I make sure to um, have the furnace checked. And we always get kind of a clean bill of health on the furnace before winter comes. So I could absolutely live without air conditioning for a few days, but I'm pretty sure that, especially in Chicago, we can't always survive without heat for a couple days. So that's a way of maintenance, right? Making sure that emergencies don't happen later. We could also set up a schedule for bill paying and personal business items. So years ago, a client mentioned paying a lot in late fees on their monthly bills. I asked him when he set time aside to pay bills and was met with a blank stare. So we won't look at budgeting and bill paying today, but you know, scheduling time to regularly take care of personal business means that we miss fewer deadlines, that we pay fewer late fees, that we spend less time on the phone with customer service, etc. right? So doing those things on a regular and consistent basis means that they get done. And also, hopefully, we can avoid emergencies that would come from neglecting those areas. And hey, you know, what other tasks can you make routine to save you time later? Um, I fill up my gas tank once a week on a planned errand run or when we travel, of course, so they don't have to make an unplanned stop. And of course, so I don't run out of gas. Thank you very much. Uh, because as much as I, you know, used to tell myself that I would absolutely remember in the morning to leave early enough to stop for gas on my way to a client, I totally forget. So I now know that if I do it at least once a week and when we travel, that's one area that I don't have to worry about creating an emergency later. And what about personal, as in health and wellness? So I came very clean a couple weeks ago about a procedure that I'm having this week. And, you know, so wellness and prevention are definitely on my mind. I loved receiving a text from a friend last week. She was on her way to a dermatologist appointment inspired by, or at least reminded by, um, that recent podcast and article. Uh, so, you know, making those appointments so we get checked out before things might become an emergency, right? Let's do that. Over the past few weeks, I've recommended staying up to date on our health and wellness responsibilities. And that is certainly an area where we can plan ahead to avoid problems later. We can also create redundancies knowing that emergencies can happen. So I taught time management last week to two different groups. And a couple of my students said that they would be listening to the podcast. So if you were in my time management groups last week, it was nice to meet you all. But we talked about plan B as part of the curriculum, right? Having a plan B for whatever it is that you need a plan B for. These groups are adult learners. And so when we're talking about time management, we might be talking about plan B 
for daycare for our littles or more than one mode of transportation for them to get to class. Plan Bs, redundancies. Let's avoid those emergencies, right? Another example is when we sent my sons off to college, we had two bank accounts and two debit cards in case one of them got hacked or lost so that my sons wouldn't be left with no way to pay for essentials until their you know replacement card was mailed to them. And unfortunately, or fortunately, uh, we have had to test that process. We'd had to test those redundancies a couple times for each of our kids. So having those backups means that they're not left in the lurch and emergencies are avoided. And then there's also ways for us to maybe avoid emergencies professionally. I'm not going to tell you how to do your work, obviously, but we can still ask that same question. Where do I stumble? Right? Look back at the last couple weeks at notes you've left yourself or texts you've sent friends if you can't really remember and 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 look for patterns. Are there places that you've stumbled and things you could have done better or with less stress? You know, let's work on that, right? So for example, Mondays and Tuesdays, I write my article and newsletter like today, but sometimes um, on Thursdays, I have a block of recurring tasks for my business. And I'm able to say all of those things because if it doesn't happen on a certain day, I have room and flexibility in my schedule to make it happen on a different day um, because sometimes we need a plan B and it also ensures that those things that have to happen do actually happen. So my um, block of bookkeeping tasks is things like bookkeeping, paying my bills, checking in around upcoming presentations, confirming details and sending invoices, right? And so all of these things keep me ahead of challenges and leave time for course corrections if I need to make them to keep things running more smoothly. On the other side of routines, and this goes back to that initial question of, but what about emergencies, right? What about emergencies? Yes, we can plan but what about emergencies? So again, on the other side of routines, I love the flexibility that comes when an emergency actually does arise because they do, right? So let's say I or a family member gets sick or I'm called away out of town on short notice. Perhaps my routine tasks don't happen for a few days or even a week, but guess what? That's no biggie because when we regularly take care of things, emergencies or blips in our schedules don't throw us off too much. So your action item this week is to ask yourself, where do I stumble? Where could routines help me to stumble less? And then let's get busy crafting those routines to help us avoid emergencies next time. So support on getting things done, productivity coaching, avoiding emergencies, whatever that looks like for you is what coaching is all about. If it's time to invest in yourself and explore coaching for organizing and productivity, I would love to hear from you. Drop me a line via email at Colleen at peaceofmindpo.com or message me through any of my social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Thank you so much. And I will talk to you next week.